this is Heather Gilstrap. Welcome to the Real Marriage Podcast, and I'm super excited. We're doing something a little different. Um, we're going to have parenting episodes um, for you. This is something that um, is my all-consuming life, um, so I'm just really excited to jump in and talk about, um, you know, all the things that come with parenting and motherhood, and this is just a huge passion of mine. It's what I do 24-7. Um, it's my ministry, and I'm just so excited to speak into this space and encourage you and inspire you with this. Um, And so today we are just talking about three practical ways that you can bring the Lord, the Holy Spirit, your faith into your everyday life, just to weave it right in really naturally um, as I give you tips, (laughs) (laughs) which goes against it being natural. But I mean, you know, so Griffin is here with me. You heard him giggle. Hey. Hey. It's my darling. Yeah, this is cool because uh, this is kind of a bonus episode. Yeah. Marriage is something we really want to talk about because it applies to every married couple. Not everyone has kids, but a lot of you do. And a lot of you are tired and a lot of you are stressed. And uh, we we are right in the thick of it. We have, again, a six-year-old, see if I get this right, a four-year-old, <laughs> a three-year-old, and a four-month-old, yes. three girls, and a baby boy. Don't ask me what year they were born. That's really hard. Yeah, you have a hard time with that. <laughs> oh, yes, I do. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, but. it is. So we we really want to talk about that big topic. If you were to ask, what's the most important aspect of parenting? I think we want our kids to fall in love with Jesus. And ultimately, when they're old enough to live their faith out, right? To give their life to Christ, but also to live their life with Christ. Yes. So we just have three tips today. These are things that we have found that have worked, that are working (laughs) in the progress. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes I feel really ridiculous trying to do these things. But um, honestly, I've seen fruit come from doing this, um, which is is everything. Those are those glimmers of hope that, (laughs) oh, I'm doing it Once a week, once a week, something great. Yeah. So you started, I want you to share this because this makes me really happy. Yeah. I, I think, you know, I'm a pastor and I'm a first generation pastor. And so, you know, professional Christian and Bible knowledge, went to seminary. Why did you smile at that? I've never heard someone say <laughs> Yeah, well. <laughs> professional it, Well, Christian. you hear about like pastor's kids and <laughs> all of that. That's how people view oh, a PK. me. Like I, we know kids. all these things. And so there's an expectation on kids. There is, um, yeah. And even as a Christian, you know, we want our kids, you know, you get embarrassed when they're freaking out at the mall and everyone's looking at you when they're crying and all that stuff. Yeah. Not you, but the people we're talking to. Oh no, to. it's happened. Yeah, we all get we all get <laughs> super frustrated with that. But when it when you think about how to develop faith within your kids, I, I think we learned really early to not force it. Yes. It cannot be forced. It cannot be something that you over organize, especially when your kids you're smiling because we have a good story. <laughs> but especially when your kids are younger, the the best way to think about it is to try to just make it very, very organic and not planned. And so I don't know any bit of that when our kids were younger. I think it was probably just Harper and Paisley when yeah, they were younger. Just the two. And I'm just like, I have to be the spiritual leader. What does that look like? I, I got to step up here. And what do I know? The Bible. And so it was like I literally planned a Bible study with these little kids, these poor little kids. I mean, they were both like two and under. Three. Uh, Harper was probably three. Nah. Three and two. <laughs> they weren't walking yet. <laughs> right. And so I, I, I sat them down and I had like, you know, Malachi, you know, chapter oh, two, man. whatever. 
And I just, I really, my heart was there. My intention was there. And I sit them down and I start trying to tell them this story. And I go on this monologue, you know, context of the old Testament. I don't know what I was doing. I was trying to figure it out. And they checked out, as you could guess, what, within 20 seconds. Well, Harper hung in a little bit longer, but She's you kind. had, you had Paisy for like a minute. Yeah, she was it was gone. so ridiculous. And I'm just giggling. <laughs> but it's hard, like, to think about how do you approach it. God bless you. It's <laughs> just so sweet. That's like you, the did, southern way of being like. Did you oh. just sit back and watch and like? Yeah, I just kind knowing of was this like, would happen. Oh, this is not. This isn't. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but you let me do it anyways. I let you try. Yeah. Wonderful. You're and the so, leader. <laughs> yeah. So it didn't work, and I was actually frustrated because I was trying to I was trying to force it. I was trying to get them to sit down and talk about this. And I learned very, very quickly that it wasn't going to happen. And they were already <laughs> rejecting it. Right. And, yeah. it, and I became frustrated. Yes, you did. But it, yeah, it would just, it can't be forced. It has to be natural um, at that age. It's like you have to make the Bible come to life for them, um, which is just so key. And that's with like animation and stories and good old veggie tales, which is like they're, our kids uh, yeah. love yeah, right Yeah, well, just, just watch this. This yeah. will teach you. Yeah, there you go. You don't need us. Do you know what the best thing <laughs> we did, I think? Um, because we, we changed it up. We totally stopped doing that. We tried to make it more... Uh, it just happened, you know, out of the blue where right. they would ask to read it. One of the things we did when we were in a much, much smaller place is we just put the Bible on the kitchen table. Do you we, remember that? Yeah. It was right in the It was kind of our centerpiece and it was the kid's Bible. And just because it was there, yeah. we didn't read it. We didn't open it. We would maybe go a month without doing it. And then they would ask. You're so right. And they would lead it. And then we would read it and they were so much more engaged because they were the ones curious and asking about yes, it. Yes. You just reminded me. I remember when we were teaching them the story of David and Goliath, Harper would go, the Philistines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We did a David and we Goliath just like, skit. Yeah. The, oh, that was, yeah. okay. We need to do that again. We also do that with like carrots and like vegetables, but that's another thing. We like leave them out and uh, <laughs> and they'll eat them. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> just it's because, under their pillow. Yeah. <laughs> Broccoli. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. Number two is um, something that I love to do. It's just making the Holy Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit, kind of like this just practical thing, so to say. So I literally have a song. I'm not going to sing it, even though I want to sing it. Um <laughs> that I taught them. And then I just would kind of use the verbiage of the fruit of the spirit and weave it throughout the day. So when it was time to clean up their toys, I would say, okay, we're going to have faithfulness and clean up our toys. Yeah. So I would just make like these words that like they, this would just be like, this is what they're going to hear. They've heard these words since they've been two and three and, and, you know, and we're, no, we're going to share, we're going to show kindness. Just, just little ways like that, where you can literally be telling them and teaching them the fruit of the spirit and, and also living it out, which, um, (laughs) (laughs) we're just laughing at each other, but the more and more, uh, you get to know me, you know, that I have, um, certain things that I love in my happy place is Target. Like a lot of women oh, that man. I know are so happy right now that and I we said We just that. moved within like two minutes oh, of Oh man, I could run there. It was my... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get in a fight and you just run to Target. I'll oh, show God. him. Yeah, come back with decor. Oh, Magnolia. Yeah. But so we went to Target and I had all the girls. I got them like their cake pop and I'm just happily strolling the aisles. And I see something and I, and I was like, and Harper goes, oh, mommy, isn't that that cake stand you want? I'm like, oh, it is. But, you know, mommy has to have self-control because, you know, daddy doesn't want me to have anything. 
<laughs> I am the enemy of the house. No. Daddy but doesn't I, let you buy No, anything. but I just said, mommy's going to have self-control. I do really want it, but I love daddy. And we're just not in a place where mommy can just buy that. Because it's like $40, but it's just so cute. But... I talked to her and I just used that of like, no, even I have to have self-control. You're right. I really do want it. <laughs> That's good. But, so what, what's good about that is you're being real. You're being honest. Like, yes, I do want that. But weaving in uh, a godly principle into walking through Target. Yeah. It's not just, oh, it's what we're taught at church or when you're in trouble, I'm going to tell you yeah. this. You know, go put. it's not just go put the dishes away. The big why is we're learning faithfulness. Uh, we don't do something. We're learning the fruit of the spirit, which right. is self-control. So there's so much more built into that, that you're not only teaching them, which every parent is doing. We want them to become great kids and they do the right things and all of that, but woven into the story of what God is teaching us. Yep. Absolutely. It's Massive. Good. Yeah. So number three, I don't even have my notes. Do you remember what it is? Number three is, is we don't. We know that they're not always going to need us. They're not going to need to be fully dependent on us, but they're always going to need the Holy Spirit. So we always talk about Jesus in our home. Yeah. They know about Jesus, but we also teach them about the Holy Spirit, which that's who's with them right now. Yeah, and this is, you know, we don't want to get so theological and everyone has maybe a thought or a different understandings of the Holy Spirit, but just to be honest, when, when Jesus said, I'm leaving and someone greater is coming, he speaks of the Holy Spirit as if uh, it's better than him. Yeah. And it's, it is God, his way of living inside of us. It's our internal uh, reminder of truth. And I, I feel like sometimes we, when helping our kids understand, we teach them the Bible stories. We talk a lot about Jesus, which is the beginning of that relationship but how do they actually live out having a firsthand faith? I think a lot of it has to do with the Holy Spirit helping them right. live out all that they're being taught, which is taking the knowledge and actually applying it. Right. Well, the fruit of the Spirit from point two is the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Right. So it's all it's all connected. But if I if I just talk about that for a minute. Um, it reminds me of another story. These are, I have a lot of stories. I mean, I'm, I'm, I am blessed to be with them. I, that's literally all that I asked Griffin for when we got married is I want to be home with our kids. So I'm super grateful. And I said, if you do that, you can't go to Target as much. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm, it's the hardest and happiest thing I've ever done in my life. But um, there was another time when Skylar, who she's three, was just, I mean, you, you, you hear like, Terrible twos and the three-nager. And I try not to speak those things over my children. The but three-nager. Have you ever heard of that? Yes, that it's is ridiculous. A thing. Um, but she was having a moment. And it was a long moment. <laughs> That's what we call it. And it was just a moment. Um, but I remember we were all, we we go to the chiropractor and we were going to get adjusted. We had to drive separate. So I had all the kids near behind me in the car. And she was, fr I mean, freaking out. Like screaming. Screaming. Hold my hand. No, don't hold my hand. Yeah. Give me this. No, don't give me that. I mean, yeah, it's a, it. it was a 15 minute ride and the whole way. And I literally felt, I was like white knuckles on the steering wheel. <laughs> I mean, trying. And That's I so think. so dangerous. Road rage with. The and chip, you were you behind know? me smiling, like waving to me. And the weird. Listening and I'm to like, my podcast. Drinking his coffee, like, and just enjoying it. Yeah, having some prayer time. I'm like, great. I'm going to freak out. Somehow it always works out for me to have some. Yeah, it seems simpler so. Simpler times. Oh, yeah. But we'll talk about that. Not having resentment. No. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wow. 
And that'll conclude this portion no. of. So she, I mean, it was, I was feeling myself like a teapot, like about to blow. And I looked in the rear view mirror and I saw Harper and Paisley, who are in the very back of the van, just watching me. Yes, and this I, is huge. I literally was like, Lord, okay, I'm going to pass this test and I'm going to do this well. <laughs> and I turned worship music on and <laughs> I did. And I, I will drown you out. With <laughs> worship music. It was Come tremble. On. It was tremble. So because <laughs> you're trembling while you're driving. And well, they love that song, so I pick one they knew. And and then I just prayed, and and they were just. I mean, they were just watching me. Like, what is mommy gonna do right the now? The oldest two. The oldest two were yeah, locked in. They get me. it. They understand. Yeah, and they saw how hard it was. And I reached back and I really loudly said, I love you, Skylar. And I like held her hand. And even though she pushed it away, I mean, it was ridiculous. And we finally got there and I get out and I'm literally, I think I was sweating a little bit. It was, just, it was one of those moments moms know. You can't win. Every, every mom with a minivan has been through Seriously. that. Seriously. And like Harper was like, mommy, she's like, you just did really good for her. You were so calm. And it was just like this moment of like, I thank you God and I just was like and she goes how and I said well mommy was praying that the Holy Spirit would give her peace that entire time right because mommy couldn't do that by herself mommy was and I told her I said I was getting very mad what did mommy want to do (laughs) and I said but mommy knew that I needed to be calm for Skylar and the only way I could be calm was to pray and ask the Holy Spirit to give me peace right and so you and I are just learning how to apply the fruit of the spirit to live out God's calling on our life. And you throw in like parenting. We're the most stressed out people oh, man. because we want to do a good job. No one says thank you, right? <laughs> we don't We don't know how they're going to turn out. We're just planting seeds and this is what we get. It's crazy. It's chaotic. It's loud. It's problems and messes and all of that. But to try to have an awareness, I, I highly respect that. And I think it's so huge that just you could have been justified in overreacting, right? Like anyone thinking oh, like yeah. you could have gotten mad or they need to be quiet or whatnot. That would have made it worse. The bigger picture <clears throat> is that you were able to be honest from a spiritual standpoint, which they're going to remember. They're not going to do it that well, right. but they're going to remember uh, as they get older that I needed to lean on something bigger than me. Absolutely. To find strength, to find uh, the wisdom and the peace to be able to approach this little girl who needs that peace and needs my calm to not make it worse. I need to show her how to choose peace when you feel a different emotion. Right, but for the older ones who are out of that emotion to just watch that and then for you to be strategic to talk about it with them. Yeah. So, so good. So helpful for them to to see that and one day emulate it when they're old enough. Yeah. Just so cool. I'm tired. <laughs> You're tired thinking about that. I am. Yeah. So we just want to we want to have really cool conversations about how to approach parenting in a in a godly way and to help have a faithful home and build up our kids in many ways. We want to talk about all kinds of topics and situations that we're walking through and places we failed at, things we're learning uh, with God and and how he's giving us a lot of grace and a lot of strength to approach our kids. So we hope that's helpful to you. And we're just so excited to share our lives with you guys and share what what God's teaching us. And we want you to know we're praying for you. And we're excited to help build real real marriages and uh, to have really healthy families. So we hope you guys have a great rest of the week. And until next time, this is The Real Marriage Podcast. This podcast is produced by talkedits.com. You talk. We'll edit.
If you like what you're hearing, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. For more information about this episode, visit realmarriagepodcast.com. That's realmarriagepodcast.com. Thanks for listening.